Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. So I was on my way into work today, and I picked up, I, we have one of the uh, San Francisco Examiner's news racks right outside our building here, and I saw this, and I grabbed it, and I was like, this is an interesting story. <laughs> because the photo on the front page is right across the street from your offices. That's true. And I actually the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Agency wants to renovate bus yards like this one all over the city. To help pay for the revamp in the Potrero Yard, SFMTA wants to build housing on top. Strange, <laughs> strange It thing. does feel totally random, doesn't it? But it's not so crazy once you hear about it. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Agencies that traditionally aren't thinking about housing now are forced to. I mean, we're in such a crisis that even the people who are running our buses say we need to build some housing. Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez is a reporter and columnist for the San Francisco Examiner. The late Mayor Ed Lee and now Mayor London Breed have both reiterated a call for every city agency to do what it can, to think outside the box, to uncover every parcel to look at every corner of the city and say, hey, can I build a house here? MTA, which runs Muni, uh, heard that call. Some of our maintenance yards are over 100 years old. Our yards weren't built to keep up with today. Amidst that call, uh, MTA has also been seeking money from the Board of Supervisors to say, hey, we got to modernize our bus yards. They're old. It's uh, leading to muni slowdowns across the city. We can't get out the buses fast enough because our facilities are out of date. I mean, you've got, I went in there and you've got like a, a mechanic reaching down and around and inside to get to a wheel to, to pull a bolt out when in a modern facility, they just jack it up and he reaches Dang. across and pulls it out. So they've been asking the Board of Supervisors for this money, and the Board of Supervisors has so far kind of balked. When that happens, when Muni and MTA hears that kind of disinterest from the Board of Supervisors to spend money, they get a hot foot. They get a real hot foot. And they had to think outside the box to pay for this. Wouldn't you know, we have a housing crisis too. 
So they had the two crises, meld them together like peanut butter and banana, you know, like <laughs> I noticed that metaphor in the lead, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got so many text messages from people and like you know, tweets and Facebook messages. I don't like ham and pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to like it. It's just <laughs> it's there. It's it there. exists. It's an example. <laughs> I don't know how much you know about the neighborhood, but I know housing developments in this neighborhood have seen a lot of pushback. The oh, beast sure. on Bryant. Opponents had dubbed it the Beast on Bryant, and along with another proposed development they called the Monster in the Mission, the housing projects were protested as symbols of an affordable Right. <laughs> so what do you expect like people to think about this proposal to even think about having housing on this property? Sure. Well, I mean, those same people who oppose housing in, term, in the mission, Beast on Bryant, Monster in the Mission, all that sort of stuff, they're in on the conversations now. There's a working group uh, that MTA has assembled. Uh, it's kind of like a dream team of uh, mission folks who have the usual conversations around housing. These conversations started just this week in the neighborhood. Our producer Erica Aguilar attended the first one on Wednesday night to ask people what they thought about the idea of putting housing on top of the bus yard. Um, uh, America Aguilar, what's your last name? Oh, Ryan McPhee. McPhee. And I'm also on the, the committee that they formed to try to do public out, outreach. And this oh. is my dad, Robert McPhee. Um, well, in terms of housing, I consider myself like a Yimby. So I'm all about trying to get housing pretty much, pretty much at any cost. I think, again, like you want to pay attention to the character of the neighborhood, not maybe go too tall. So I love the idea that I can go around in this neighborhood and find, you know, restaurants and retail uses that are open during the day. So office use uh, in conjunction with more housing, because we desperately need more housing. So um, tell me your name. Roger Marenko. I'm the president of the Transport Workers Union Local 250A in San Francisco. One of the proposals here was that they want to not build any parking. We have operators who are hundreds of operators who are coming in here from Stockton, Modesto, Sacramento, Tracy, etc. They're coming in here at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. They are not going to be catching any form of public transportation at those hours. Eventually, the SFMTA is going to have to develop more formal plans, which could include asking the city to upzone the property. Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez expects the conversations about this project to follow a script he's heard before. They are the usual suspects. They ask the usual asks. Mission affordable housing groups will ask for more affordable housing. They may ask for 100%. The Yimby, Yes in My Backyard uh, development groups will say, we need to build as much market rate as possible. We need this to be as tall as possible. We need this to be as wide as possible. Neighbors will ask, well, what about the noise? This is the mm. standard conversation I, we have. I can hear it right now, yeah. But <laughs> I can hear it. It's, it's like a dream I'm caught in. It's like inception. <laughs> it's a meeting within a meeting within a meeting. But at the same time, all of this will be oddly exacerbated by the fact that this housing is on top of a muni yard. And it actually might calm some fears. I don't know. Some of the early feedback I've been hearing from some folks is, hey, it's on top of a muni yard. You're not really gentrifying anything. This is not, you're not knocking, knocking down a beloved bakery. You're not knocking down a beloved uh, laundromat that's been here for 20, 30 years. This is, at the end of the day, a bus yard. The Bay Area talks a lot about needing all kinds of housing, but affordable housing is really hurting in the Bay Area. Sure. So for a public agency to build housing to help pay for the right. bus yards, how much affordable housing could really be a part of this project? 
I asked um, an MTA uh, planner that directly. I said, you know, is it possible that we will see 100% affordable housing on this project? And I asked that because I know that's the first thing that the mission uh, activist groups are going to ask. And what she told me was this. She said, the whole reason and purpose behind putting housing here, aside from helping our housing crisis, is to help MTA pay for the yard. If it's 100% affordable housing, then MTA is paying for the housing. That negates the purpose. So if the city wants 100% affordable housing, the city, the mayor's office of housing, another entity will have to step up with that funding. Based on what you know about San Francisco, do you feel like this project will have housing on it and the end? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was born and raised in San Francisco, and uh, I know that just about every friend and, and member of my family uh, is feeling this rental crisis. As a reporter, you know, I can't separate myself from living inside that. And seeing how San Francisco treats housing, yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good guarantee that there are going to be some major challenges to the project going forward. But I think I've got a hunch that this is going to go through. I have a hunch that this project, as unique and crazy as it is, is going to fly through like some sort of crazy unicorn, <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna happen. Joe, thanks. It was fun. <laughs> Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez is a reporter and columnist for the San Francisco Examiner. There's still a lot that the SFMTA needs to work out, like how tall, how much, and how affordable housing will be. Joe says the SFMTA still needs approval from the Board of Supervisors. And he says they probably won't even start building until 2023. And that's an early plan in MTA, much like their buses are often late with their plans. So we can expect this to go a little bit long. The Bay is a production of KQED Public Radio in San Francisco. We do a lot of cool things here, including the California Report magazine, and they tell all sorts of really good stories about the state of California. You can find the California Report magazine anywhere that you find The Bay. The Bay is produced by Eric Aguilar and editor Vinny Tong. Our theme music is by Dowd Anthony. Our team includes Julie Kane, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. I'm Devin Katayama. That is it for The Bay. I will talk to you Monday. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.